Hey friends, welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. I'm Allison, and sorry we've been a little bit MIA. We've had some fun stuff happening at MSW Lounge, and quite honestly, it's the holidays, so getting guests is a little bit hard, but we do have some awesome people lined up for you guys, starting with the new year. I don't know why that was hard for me to say. Starting with 2018, we have some awesome new guests lined up. Today, it's going to be Baldo and John and a little bit of myself discussing some cool new health things that we haven't really brought up on here yet. So look forward to that. Real quick, I have a couple of um, announcements. Make sure, guys, that you are subscribing and rating and reviewing on iTunes, Stitcher, um, SoundCloud, wherever it is that you listen to us. We really do appreciate the follows and subscriptions and ratings and reviews. That helps us gain exposure to more people and therefore spread the word of health some more. So thank you guys. And um, we really appreciate our current listeners. And uh, we just love making this for you guys. We love talking about this stuff. So I guess I'm feeling a little bit cheesy with the holidays. Okay, what can I say? Anyway, couple quick advertisements really quick. That was redundant. Couple quick advertisements really quick. Cool. Now I'm rambling. Awesome. Whatever. We are brought to you today by Jolly Slenderella. Jolly Slenderella was formulated with the holidays in mind. Basically, we understand that the holidays are stressful both on our bodies and on our minds. So not only does it have the classic liver detox effects and weight loss benefits of the regular Slenderella, but Jolly Slenderella also has um, some mood heightening and stress relieving uh, properties to it as well. So. Come on in, we have them on special at MSW Lounge. They are um, the best prices on IVs and eight packs we've had all year in my opinion. And that's like not even an opinion, that is fact. So uh, come on in, check out the Jolly Slenderella. It's here for a limited time throughout the holidays and our customers who have using it, have, who have used it, geez, I cannot talk today, really enjoy it. So come on in, check it out at MSW Lounge. We are also brought to you today by Flabs to Fitness. That is F-L-A-B-S-T-O fitness.com. Specializing in 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere as well as online brand management for health companies. A lot of health companies don't know how to promote themselves, so let Flabs to Fitness do the work for you. She'll whip you into shape in no time, 20 minutes to be exact, and then get on to helping you promote your business and achieve your greatness, which is the thing that you want to accomplish in your life. Whatever that is, that is your greatness. You got to achieve it. Be in shape. Have have Flabs to Fitness help you out. All right. Enough of this jabbering from me today. Super excited to have you guys back on the show. And uh, check it out. It's a good one. Hi, guys. This is Baldo here. This is John over here. We're here to talk to you about how to how would you health how during the holidays. How do you health during the holidays? Yeah. yeah. How would you? How I didn't even you? think that goes together, actually. I thought it's pretty much you just eat whatever you want and worry about it come your New Year's resolution, right? Yeah. All right, that's John's uh, take on it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we got a shot for that. Yeah, that's we plain and simple. That. We have yeah. a shot called Cinderella. Eat everything you want. Yeah. Come in, burn it off, come January. Yeah. 
There you go. Done. We're done. over. January, you can yeah. go and work That's out. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> end of the podcast right there. John's getting up. He's leaving. I'm done. <laughs> I dropped the micro while I uh, Yeah, so we're in the middle of December, right? And we have everyone who's sick or they're saying, I've been eating nonstop and we're going to Christmas parties and not only eating but drinking a ton, right? Yeah. I mean, we met a friend last week who said they had like nine Christmas parties last week they had to go to, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that just hurt my liver just thinking about that. Well, I went to a Christmas party in downtown Austin the other day, or or three days in a row, I should say. Yeah. I did pretty well because I was only there for like an hour at each one. But at the same time, like, it's not easy to to say no to all those goodies. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was you were texting me Saturday night and you were like, seven people here want an IV tomorrow <laughs> because they were drinking all night. And I was just shaking my head. But then someone else was texting me. They're like, we need five IVs tomorrow. Yeah. And it's all like these hangover ones that they want. And the funny thing is we kind of tell people like, well, why don't you do it before you go out? And then you won't have to call me and have to come in on a Sunday morning feeling like crap. Like hopefully it kind of keeps you from getting down pre-talks, that path. Right? That's what we have. Pre-talks. Pre-talks well, Fridays. Pre-talks ideas. Well, I can vouch for that because, I mean, like the the one who doesn't like to drink also gets paid to act drunk sometimes. Yes. So like I'm in a, an acting troupe called Shitface Shakespeare and I had my drunk show on Friday and I totally used a Slenderella Boost packet as one of my mixers with my tequila and Tobo Chico and it made the drink taste better but it also like I didn't have a hangover on Saturday yeah. and I probably had like nine or ten drinks that night. Well it's always good because like at MSW Lounge we can help you recover from a hangover but it's always better if you don't even have the hangover in the first place if you just yeah. take care of it beforehand yeah so kind of like leading into like how do you help during the holidays right it's like well you have to have a game plan or some kind of idea about what you're going to do because the biggest thing that i find with most people in the holidays is there's a really emotional connection to food right because you're getting together with loved ones you hadn't seen them in a while and all you want to do is celebrate and not think about all the stressors of the world and then you're like all right well my aunt made these wonderful like this pie or these brownies or like they make these homemade uh cookies that like you can't turn down and so when people come in they're like well i'm gonna go to this party saturday night and i know they're gonna have this there and it's either alcohol or it's food and sometimes you have to kind of work around it a little bit, right? Like, so it's like, well, are you going to drink? If you're going to drink a lot, like, do what Allison did. Have the Cinderella boost with it. Yeah. Or, like, if you're going to eat, you know, like, eat pretty healthy when it comes to the main course. And then maybe get, like, just one bite or two bites of, you know, your aunt's favorite, you know, or homemade fudge or something like that, So, right? like, that was actually a great segue to the first question I had for you guys, which was, like, Baldo mentioned this earlier, but, like, when you guys go, Baldo goes to Houston for the holidays, you know, when you see your family, John, when you go to Lubbock or, you know, you Oklahoma. get together with your family, Oklahoma, yep. um, you know, do you guys have like a game plan? Like if you go in and you know everyone's going to be eating unhealthy, do you have a game plan or do you just kind of let yourself indulge for the one time in the year or <laughs> is it somewhere in the in between? Like what do you do when you go home and you know there's not going to be healthy options? So. I, I look at it and I tell myself this, am I going to feel better in an hour after I eat this? And so like, it's kind of a weird way to think about it, but it makes a lot of sense if you remember how you felt the last time you ate something where you overindulged. So like, I love chocolate. Just hands down, I love chocolate, I eat it all the time. So if I eat chocolate, I eat a very clean kind of chocolate I'm used to, to where it's not gonna make my stomach upset. It's not like heavily processed, you know, but if I eat, 
something that has gluten in it nowadays, like my stomach's gonna be in knots. And I don't care if it's a homemade pecan pie or, you know, meatloaf or whatever. Like I'm just not gonna eat it because it's, I don't care who I offend. I really just know that it's gonna hurt my stomach and it's not worth it to go through that. So I do have to plan around it. I mean, if I won't go to the point where I like eat something before I go to dinner, like I'm not gonna do that. But essentially I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna load up on this one side and I just won't have this. And I'll, I'll say all the compliments in the world. And be, oh, you know, I wish I could eat this. It looks delicious, blah, blah, blah. But I don't do it. And most of the time, people's feelings aren't hurt. But if I have to, I take like one bite of something. And I take like the smallest spoonful <laughs> and put it on my plate. And then I kind of like move it around a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, I, I ate a lot of that stuff, you know. But I, I really do. I'll, I'll say no to things. I have no problem saying no to people. I don't care who I offend. Because... The truth of the matter is, I will say yes to a lot of things that I normally don't indulge in. So that's my balance, is that I'll indulge in things I normally don't eat, makes it that much better, and I'll say no to the things I just know I'm gonna have to stay away from. One of the things I say yes to is tamales. (laughs) Like, it's Christmas, right? Like, if you're a Texan and your last name is Mendoza, Mendoza. (laughs) like, you're going to have tamales at Christmas or Thanksgiving. favorite kind of tamales? I like pork. I like the pork one. Like it's it's hands down. It's good. Someone told me they're like we have a gluten free tamale and everything. I was like, but they're all corn based. I thought like it should be like no problem. But then someone said, well, if you had a cheese one, okay, no problem. Like you know, there's vegan ones that are like bean and cheese and all that, which is fine. But I like mine from a locally sourced person, which means I get it from the little old lady who sells out of the back of her trunk in a car in a parking lot. Like that's the best kind. And if you don't believe me, go find a lady who sells out of the trunk of her car and tell me if it's better than this organic, you know, farm to table (laughs) restaurant down the road that's charging three dollars, you know, for one tamale. I I I always liked uh even when I used to eat all the meat all the time, I still my favorite one was always like just like the beans with the big old jalapeno slice right in in the middle. (laughs) You like spicy though. You always eat spicy. Yeah. (laughs) And then I would dip it in some more hot sauce. (laughs) Of course, right. Um but my balance is different because for me it's I don't like to deal with like telling people no and it's more usually because of the conversation that comes up after that. It's more of like well, why don't you? Or like, you know, is it really going to affect you if you do? And for me, it's not really a lot of my um, choices, my diet choices are more because like, I know I feel better, but it's like, it's not like I have a gluten intolerance. I know that I feel better if I don't do it. I know I I feel better if I don't eat the meat. So it's not like I'm not allergic to the meat or to the gluten. But for me, it's more of like, I don't want to have those type of conversations, um, especially when I haven't seen my family in a while. So like my little, I guess, um, hack that I do is that I'll try to just snack on like the healthy stuff like 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 you know like I'll always have my, my I'm pointing that way because I have my bag of almonds over there but I try to snack <laughs> on almonds so that way even though I am saying yes I'm not necessarily hungrier where I'm like I'm gonna just dip overindulge because that's like my hunger and the way that it works out usually as far as I understand it is that you when you don't eat those full nutrient rich meals is that you stay hungry because you're still not getting those nutrients so you're just going to continue to eat until your body can like okay well what's that nutrient i really need and and give me more food until i until i get that and then you just keep eating so i just try to balance it that way so that way you know i can still say yes not go into those weird conversations um i mean the only one that i that's a bigger problem is maybe like not a bigger problem but it's just like drinking because i'll i'll say no to that 
Um, but other than that, it's just like I just don't do that, right? But uh, and that one's a little bit easier for me to say no, obviously because yeah. I just don't do that. But at the same time, um, I want to eat the tamales and like, or uh, we were at your parents' house for Thanksgiving and it was like I'm gonna do it all. Like I'm gonna eat it all, all the turkey, all the ham. Oh yeah, so like, I looked over and I had a plate full of macaroni. Meat. And I was like, cheese. damn. And it was just like your mom was like, well, do you want some more of this? And I was like, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> you were clarifying a second ago about like you know if you're, if you're eating something that isn't nutrient dense then your body continues to be hungry so I think it's easier to clarify that by saying you can eat a lot of calories and not get any nutrition out of it so Correct. that's kind of the problem with a lot of holiday staples and a lot of sugar is you're getting a ton of calories because it's all sugar yeah. but there's like no b12 there's no like a ton of essential nutrients vitamins and minerals are not found in those foods so that's why you're able to eat a dozen cookies and still be hungry yeah so you're eating thousands of extra calories <laughs> yeah because you burn it off right it. away you well you don't even up. burn it off you store it and, and you but your body is still nutrient deprived so it tells you to stay hungry until you get yeah. those nutrients yeah no I, I i completely agree with that what was it uh my sister made macaroni and cheese she made it her yeah. way, right? And I was, then everyone was like, did you have the mac and cheese? Because I love mac and cheese. I ate it all the time growing up. And I was like, nah. And like a big old tray, I was like, nah. And they kind of looked at me, why not? She made it just for you. And I'm like, why? Like, I'm not going to eat it. And she's like, well, she, they made it gluten-free. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so then I'll go right. and try it. But like, I was saying no up until that point. So I realized that it was actually kind of designed a little bit for me. But I'm was, it, go was it hard at first when you were first going into your health journey to like say no? Yeah, of course, because like my family's the type of family that's will say if you don't have three helpings of our food, like if you don't have three plates, then that means you don't love me. You don't love my food, <laughs> right? It's like you're you're not hungry, like you don't you don't like my food. It's like no, I'm just really full. I've eaten enough to feed three people. Like I shouldn't eat anymore. Um, you know, I oh I got that from your mom too. It's like you only ate one plate. Like, well, yeah, but that's how it is because because when you grew up. The way that they did, they they ate for a, like a family of 10, you know, like they had so much food left over and they'd say, well, you might not know when you're going to eat like this again. So eat up, like eat up. But at that time, if you really, and I've said this before, the Mexican food that my family grew up eating is probably a lot healthier than the Mexican food that you find in today's restaurants, right? Like they didn't put sour cream on their, their tacos. They didn't put cheese on their tacos. They didn't put like this like iceberg lettuce that's like no nutrients at all on it you know they've had like homemade rice and beans they took the chicken from the backyard and rang its neck and like plucked the feathers and then cooked it so it was like you know free-range chicken like i mean they, but my dad laughs about it. he's like well we grew up on a farm that's what we had you know and so nowadays when you have all these weird concoctions like you know you have like hot dog pizzas like you know like that's just so weird i'm just like i I, it's a thing, right? Like it's a thing. Like or the uh, the fast food sandwich that has like the the breaded chicken breasts that are the buns instead of the bread, and then there's still like chicken in the middle, or like the, the Krispy Kreme donut sandwich, right? And it's just like, why the hell do you need to eat all that crap, right? But it's like when you get to be around your family, what do you do? You sit around and talk, right? You haven't right. seen them in forever, so you get caught up, and where do you do that at the dining room table or in the kitchen yeah. and but it's not it's not the same like it was growing up like most of the hispanic families have a tradition of making tamales 
in the kitchen. Like there'd be an assembly line. Unfortunately, it was a lot of the women who did it, but like that's what it was like a hundred years ago. And then nowadays, you don't find that anymore. But when you used to have that camaraderie, everyone was actually like making the food together. It was together. like an event. Yeah, but now we're so busy. It was like we're just going to order that out from some lady, and you know it sells out of the back of her truck. And it's like okay, well, all right. While we're waiting for that to boil, and you know whatever, or heat up in the microwave, let's sit down and talk over you know these chips and queso, or you know like oh we made these this fudge, you know like the people yeah. don't even wait for the dessert, you know they're just like let's yeah. eat it now, you know. Well, I mean, I think one of the other things that I do like right now, I'm eating like super clean just because I know that I'll probably won't eat super clean as soon as I get to like the family parties and all that. Because, yeah. Like why? Like yeah. I mean, you got to balance it out at some point. So. Just accept it, I guess. This would be a good... Accept that it's going to happen and then since try to like do whatever you can yeah. to uh, you know lessen the, the impact. I think you guys had a good point, too. Like This is something that I'm very interested in with food lately as far as the, the emotion tied to it. And like I, I typed the word offense because, John, you mentioned like people will take offense if you say no thank you. And I've, I faced that, too, when I started eating healthier. It's like I love my family's food. I always say my mom thinks she's Italian. Like she makes the best lasagna, the best spaghetti. Like my dad is so good at grilling. Like they're both really good cooks. And so when I started saying, sorry, I can't have that pasta, it was like stabbed to the heart, right? And, yep. um, and it wasn't, you know, it's hard to to... to tell them that I'm sorry but this pasta just makes me feel bad I love the taste of it and it's not that I don't love you it's just that I will literally be bedridden if I eat this um but you know it's it's an interesting thing to hit on at least like and and so much of the tradition is tied to food that um I actually had one of my questions that I had for you guys was do you have any family traditions that are not tied to food or even could be considered healthy like do you guys go to the trail of lights every year or you know something like that um no we, we really don't have any healthy traditions i remember one year <laughs> my oklahoma family wanted to go run on christmas morning which was cool like we, that, that was a tradition but like in oklahoma with everything you don't know what the weather's going to be like when you wake up so that day it was not snowing right so it was cool we were able to go run and then we came back but it was the younger crowd it wasn't like the elders who were going and doing that i mean we used to go to midnight mass growing up Catholic. And as we got older, like I saw less and less people going at midnight. And then I saw less and less people going. And it was like 7 PM. And then after a while they're like, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to stay here and drink, you know? So like Lotaria was probably the healthiest thing that we did was play Mexican bingo. And we played with Pinto beans. Like that, that was probably like the healthiest thing we used to do. Yeah. Like that was cool. But we used to do that because there were people who didn't want to drink and I was like 10 or 12 you know I'm not gonna sit there and sneak in beers you know like, but no, I already had two today dad I'm yeah good. I'm good like you know I had a tequila shot earlier I think that'll you know do me fine but like I, I don't I don't see a lot of healthy traditions like you know Thanksgiving some people do like uh, you know Operation Turkey where they go and they help you know pass out food or something like that you know Christmas is that time to, I guess be lazy for like a whole week or three days be in your PJs, be pampered, watch a movie, you know, snuggle up, not work out. Like, which is also kind of weird too, because, you know, Christmas is going to fall on a Monday and Christmas Eve is Sunday, which means I'm like, am I going to work out Christmas day? Right? Like I can't imagine like working out after I eat because I might be stuffed. I might not yeah. be. I got to work out the day before. Are you going to do yoga on of Christmas? Of course. Right? You're not going to miss it, right? <laughs> I'm not going to miss yoga. No. So what's going to happen when you go to say like, I got to go do yoga when you tell your family that? Oh, I, sometimes I'll just do it, like, right before I go to bed. I'll just, like, 
do my thing on the side of the bed like if that's my last uh, last option there's there's been a couple times i do yoga every single day um there's been a couple times where i start like right before midnight and i carry over to to midnight i still count it because that's, that's two days i still count <laughs> I, I still count it because i started the day before but then i'll still do like the worst was one time i did like a, i started like 11 45 i ended like at 12 45 and then i got up for a 5 30 class for the next day one um, just because it's like I need to get it in like that's just my standard right but at the same time like as far as like traditions like uh, growing up Catholic it was always like uh, we, we always did like the 12 parties like the 12 nights before Christmas it was like a rosary and all that stuff but as growing up for me it was more about like what food's gonna be there this time like uh, what aunt's yeah. gonna be there at this time because I know what kind of food she likes to cook or whatever yeah. so it was always tied back to food and now I think it's a lot of the, like the guys will stay in the back with the barbecue and everyone's drinking and everybody's just like hanging around the fire there's maybe some games like you know soccer being cocked or, uh, kicked around um, but there's always the the rosary going on and then there's always like a lot of food and then loteria for sure yeah, yeah, and, yeah. man it's just like and I always have the same two ants that win every single time it's so <laughs> freaking weird right? like, it's like how does it how do they do it it's like <laughs> yeah. it's always the same two people that win all the time all right. <laughs> but see I remember that like we used to play like taboo and we used to play like password and all that stuff growing up and it was fun and then it was it was a that's what i take away from like my family events was the camaraderie and being around one another it wasn't the idea that i ate my tia's favorite like plate of enchiladas or like menudo like we had menudo the next day like you had a big old pot of menudo but why did everyone have menudo Oh yeah, because there was the hangover cure. Right? Like oh, yeah. everyone drank the night before. Like that's why the healthiest tradition, if you want to know one, because it if you, if no one knows what menudo is, go look it up. Not the band that Ricky Martin was in, right? <laughs> Not that crap, but like the actual like one. soup that was like a traditional thing here in Texas. Like it, you're not a true Texan yet until you like either eat like a really good homemade taco or like menudo, menudo right? Menudo and barbacoa tacos. Barbacoa, yeah. So like menudo is like a it's intestines it's yeah. yeah it's intestines it's the intestinal tract of the cow or tongue or tongue and some other stuff depending on what part of mexico you, you go brain. to yeah like the eyes like yeah all kinds of stuff so but like <laughs> we keep it simple it's the intestinal tract right honeycomb hominy and then like a bunch of chili powder so like if you really think about it it's really not that bad for you it's actually pretty healthy for you but but most people get sick of the idea of eating intestines but then people eat like gizzards and you know stuff like that you know pig's feet but like it was. Oh, I used to eat the pig's feet. Like you yeah, just see eat right there, the like that. Yeah, it's so good. But it's still like it was one of the healthier things. But I, w I would probably say, I would probably have a bowl of that just to appease family members. But at the same time, like I had sisters growing up that said, "I'm not going to eat it" because they did not like the taste, and the aunts just accepted it. Like they're just like, "Okay, you don't like that. That's why I'm not going to twist your arm." And after a while, they just stopped asking. They weren't hurt by it. Like, no one's going to be hurt by it, but looking back on it now, like, we didn't have a lot of dishes that I was like, man, like, I really cannot live until I go and I eat that. Like, it's not Christmas until I eat that. <laughs> like, there's only, like, two or three things, and as I get older, I'm not overindulging, and I'm just like, I'll take a bite of it. Like, I'll remember, oh, it brings me back, but then, like, I really just tell everyone, like, no one cares about your diet except for you, so if you say no to everything... That person is probably most likely forcing you to eat it is probably overweight and unhealthy and is like why why don't you like almost like why don't you partake in like being unhealthy with me for a yeah. little bit 
Yeah, so, right? I, don't, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, so I don't feel bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, so they're sitting there like, oh, I got these issues, and they, they feel miserable, and they're over, and it's like, they're like looking at you like, why are you so healthy? And I'm like, because I say no to that stuff all the time, but I'll eat it once a year with you, not just to make you feel happy, but just to kind of take me back to when I was a kid. Yeah. But I guarantee you that brownie that I have now is probably a lot different than the brownie I had when I was like four or oh, five. Oh yeah, the brownie that uh, that Allison made us earlier was like. Oh yeah, what did you make earlier? What was it exactly? It was like <laughs> okay, so there's that paleo cafe in Austin <laughs> called Picnic, and when they started out as a food trailer on South Lamar, they were famous for these things that they called butter blondies. And a blondie is basically like a more vanilla, like literally vanilla flavored version of a brownie. So it's kind of closer to yellow cake, I guess. Okay. But it's still really thick like a brownie and has a lot of like chocolate chunks in it. So, um, I, I don't know, they, people just call them blondies. And, um, well, I like blondies. I, so. <laughs> Bolo loves blondies. Um, so, um, but they're so good. Picnic makes the best ones I've ever had. And so I've been trying to freaking figure out their recipe. And the recipe I gave you guys earlier was not as dense as I wanted it to be. So it wasn't whatever Picnic does. I've been messing with different ratios, but I have their ingredients list. So I know like the stuff that they put in it. I just need to figure out the ratios to make it the same texture. Yeah, but it was like gluten-free, soy-free. Yeah, with paleo, um, it was, so yeah, so it was gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, refined sugar-free, and it was like, yeah, it was basically just like a version of a brownie. It was really good. I, I mean, it. it was delicious. Yeah. No, it was, I ate the, I ate the rest it of it, right? It was kind of like, the one that I made today kind of looked like a chocolate chip cookie cake. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny because, like, if you were to set it out, people would just eat it. But if you tell them what it is first, they'd be kind of like, I don't know. Well, I, I love, I love that, <laughs> I love that social experiment when you go to a Mexican restaurant or any restaurant in Austin pretty much serves, like, chips and salsa. Uh, just set it out in front of someone while you're talking and, and then and see eat. how much they eat and they're like oh i'm so full i don't know why i'm still eating this and they just keep eating it because it's just there so it's just like when you go to eat at holidays you eat buffet style right because there's like 10 trays of food and they leave it out even after everyone's done and you're still like well i'm not really that hungry but i'm, I'm just gonna kind of graze a little bit you know <laughs> and you just keep grazing so more and more there's actually a, a scientific theory behind that too like Rob Wolf, who's like an author and stuff, um, he just released a book this year called Wired to Eat, and he talks about the psychology of eating, and one of the things is that humans were literally wired in a way to where we can have this huge, giant Christmas dinner and say, oh, I'm stuffed, and then 10 minutes later when desserts are opened up, you're like, just kidding, and you eat, you know, two yeah. plates of desserts. It's just because your taste buds are designed to crave other flavors, so like, as soon as you finish that deer that you shot and are eating, um, you know, whoever gathered the nuts and the berries for the day, suddenly you want those because it's got different nutrients in it. So your, you know, your taste buds yeah. are willing to allow you to overeat calories because the different tastes are signaling different nutrients. So it's just very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I'm also cool. very interested too in the social health part of this because I don't know. People come in here all the time and talk about, oh, I'm scared to go to this party because I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat anything or whatever. I've noticed for myself, I tend to not break out when I eat eggs as often if I'm doing it in a social setting. And I wonder if it has something to do with stress. Because if I'm making eggs for myself every day at home, I for sure break out. But, like, I can go to brunch with my friends and not have a breakout. So it's just, I don't know, like I think that's a good thing to keep in mind for the holidays is to not let the imperfect diet stress you out so much because it is like refilling your social health vault. If that yeah, no, sense. I agree. And you know, the first comments that we started making, you know, is about 
this whole topic. Look, you you can eat whatever you want to at the holiday season, right? That's not a problem. What the problem is is that if you eat that way like every other weekend repeatedly, then you're not doing anything different. Like you're not doing anything special, right? Like if I eat menudo, I'm eating it once or twice a year. If I'm eating tamales, I'm eating it once or twice a year. I'm not going out of my way. Like you go get barbacoa sometimes. Yeah. And it's like like almost like a special occasion. Like, oh, and we used to eat that every weekend in college, right? Like we used to like, yeah. oh, we're gonna eat that and it's gonna be awesome, it's and gonna be greasy and the leftover. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> so it's it's not I mean the palates have changed throughout the years, but yeah, a lot of times if you just indulge just for once in the in the year, like it's fine. But think about the holiday season. It started with Halloween. You know, October 31st, and even probably started before it, because if you were like anyone else, you started buying those bags of candy, you set them out in the bowl already, you're like, well, these kids, they don't need all this candy, they're not going to miss this one Snickers or whatever, and so you start kind of slowly eating, after Halloween hits, then it's Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, even though it's the most twisted holiday concept to begin with, right, of the premise of what it was based on, it's still based off of sitting around and just gorging <laughs> off of food it's an american tradition oh, yeah. sit around and football be lazy watch football and eat as much as you can undo your belt buckle have the who has the biggest belly everyone in my family is like oh i'm so miserable and <laughs> i hate that feeling like i don't like it anymore and then and then the football games will talk to you about like how much each of those guys eats right like it's like oh this guy eats like <laughs> oh yeah oh the first thing they do like the cowboys game they, they used to have that thing called the turducken <laughs> Oh. A, a freaking turducken. If you don't know what that is, go Google it. But it's like this GMO creation of it's like what? like It's like a duck stuck in a, a turkey. Yeah. It's, like, it's, a, it's a, okay. It is, it is a turkey stuffed with duck and the duck is stuffed with chicken. Damn. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Only in America could we come up with something that unhealthy while the rest of the world's just like, you mean you just waste meat like that for no reason? You just like make fun of it by sticking in another... T- like, yeah, we do it for no reason. Then yeah, we, it's got like, a cool name. Like, yeah, then we give the leftovers to the dog. Like, yeah. you know, like whatever. And so it's... But like the best players in the game, like Jason Witten or whatever, get that. And I remember Witten one time, he they gave him like the introduction deal, but all he could focus on was like the pie. Like they kept interviewing and you could tell he was starting because they probably hadn't eaten in, you know, a three o'clock game and he's just staring at that pie. So as soon as they stopped the interview, he just goes, and just like just starts digging into it, like just piling it on. And I'm just like, that's all the holiday is. But you carry it over into the overindulgence. Christmas, the excess of saying, all right, we have... Or Hanukkah, right? We can't forget about Hanukkah. And then the idea is like, all you're doing is eating and giving gifts. Like, hey, I appreciate you. Here's here's a batch of fudge. Yeah. You know, like we get Christmas cards. We love Christmas cards and like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we take treats all we can. But I remember when I was in the in the traditional medical clinic, the the reps, the farm reps would come by, like the drug reps would come by and bring like brownies after brownies, even gluten-free brownies when they heard I was gluten-free. And I pulled one aside and I said, "Look, you got to stop this crap. <laughs> like I cannot eat any more brownies and i never thought i'd say that I'm like you gotta bring me something healthy so then they started bringing those uh those fruit baskets that are all dipped Covered in chocolate in yeah and i'm like god bless like i can't do like, this well, fruit <laughs> yeah i had a, a like a, a a meal last week at some chiropractic meeting and it had asparagus deep fried asparagus and i forgot <laughs> to tell them like don't deep fry it and i'm just looking at it <laughs> and like everything like the the appetizers were like uh spinach dip 
Right. With, there's nothing healthy like about spinach dip, but it's yeah. sour cream and like all kinds of cheese in it, right? With tortilla chips that you dip it in. Um, like the fried mushroom poppers. Fried pickles. Fried pickles. It was fried mozzarella sticks. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like... Like, even the guy next to me was eating, like, the steak covered with, like, uh, barbecue sauce and mushrooms. And he had, like, the potatoes with it. And everyone's like, oh, it sounds so good. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you feel afterwards? Like, I know you can't feel good. And I look at everyone when after they're eating all that stuff, they're not. They're, they're pretty unhealthy, you know? And so I'm saying, like, it's one thing to have it once a year. But if you do it continuously, it becomes a trend. And so what I tell people going into the Christmas parties... If you've been eating healthy this whole time, go ahead. Like you can have a little bit there yeah. and not feel bad about it. But if you've been eating that way since October 24th all the way to January 2nd, because we still got New Year's, right? Oh, yeah. We oh. still got New Year's. And this year, New Year's is at the end of the week of Christmas. Right. So basically, no one's going to pay attention at work that whole week, right? Everyone's going to be traveling or not thinking about if it. They even go to work. Yeah, yeah. or they're going to be, what do you do at New Year's? Yeah. Drink. You drink or you go out or like if you get old, you like you basically cook some meal for you and your family and then stay up well Dick Clark's no longer around. Was it Ryan Seacrest now or something, right? So. And then and then what do you do it like we have a tradition in the Hispanic world, right? It's a buñuelos. Oh buñuelos, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, which it's are like a fried something it's with a fried, bunch of fried with, with a bunch sugar. of sugar on it. Yeah. I think it's just fried whatever fried is that's what it is like yeah it's just fried it's, it's not just fried anything it's, it's just, it's just fried. fried it's like fried bread of some sort <laughs> i don't know what it is either it's fried with cinnamon and sugar. but it's supposed to bring you good luck good, fried luck, air. good luck good luck and diabetes is what it brings you yeah. right but the other thing is black, so good but black eyed peas like, right oh, that yeah. was another thing right black eyed peas you're supposed to eat that for good yeah. luck. Right. that's a southern thing i mentioned that to someone the other day and they had no idea what i was talking about I was yeah like, oh, yeah you're not from here yeah yeah so like even like their traditions no matter what holiday it's still based around food so yeah. if if you look at it you can do one two things you can say no and be that a-hole like me you know whatever like i just accept it because i just don't care anymore right or you could say i'm just going to indulge this one time and be good the rest yeah. of the time or the third option apparently is start a new tradition yeah start a healthy tradition break the chain and like no matter if your cousins laugh at you like what is gluten-free, you know, like paleo? Like, what the hell does that mean? You could be like, well, it's these badass, like, cookies that Allison made, and they're going to eat it and not think anything. Like, oh, this is really great. That's it tastes delicious. That's literally the gateway I do. Yeah. I'm always, I always sign up to make dessert for my family because they, like, yeah. request certain desserts from me now. And when I tell them they're paleo, they still don't believe me. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I remember we went to your graduation, which seems like so long ago, I right? Know. And it was funny because as Allison, being a food blogger that she is, like, she had her section for, like, everyone else for, like, foods and desserts. And then there was the gluten-free paleo section. Right? And it, it had everything marked for everyone who did have allergies. Hey, but that then, went first. My but dad, that was yeah. first. That was, everything was gone there. Yeah, my dad labeled it all for me. That was, like, a surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, but that was all gone. It was yeah. gone. Yeah. And it was amazing because you're thinking, like, y'all are kind of eating semi-healthy. <laughs> like, you don't even realize it yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was funny because the people who, like, don't care what they eat were, like, consciously also choosing to eat the paleo slash gluten-free things they saw the two together well, I, I think there was plenty of us that were like choosing that and they were like oh i guess we gotta try that too like we, <laughs> we reversed the situation because we yeah. were talking about the social 
uh, situation. Yeah, there were so many of us that ate that way at my party. Yeah. I had a lot of paleo food bloggers there. Yeah, and, and a lot so, of like trainers. And so stuff. the thing with me for the so that's the thing like you were talking about social health is like for me that was that was always why it was hard for me to say no to things. It's more because it's like I would stress out about like how am I going to phrase this just because I knew it was going to come to that, and then I would stress out about, and then at some point. I was just like, why? Well, it's, it's fine. But it's like you said, it's fine if you do it every once in a while. Right. Um, but I used to stress out about it. Like, what am I going to say? Like, how am I going to, like, get away with this? Or, you know, I used to just look at my parents or family and I'd be like, oh, no, I already ate, like, two plates of that. Like, I'm full. And I just completely just lied just because it's like I didn't yeah. want to have to deal with it. Right. right. Like, um, and, and then at some point it just turned into, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it just I shouldn't stress about it, especially because, like, this is the weekend that I'm doing it. And I'm doing it just to be with family and be social because that is a very important part of health is like that social help like you like right. you were asking about and i think at some point i realized that and i made that shift of like look i can accept it or if i really need to say no i can because there's certain things that i do definitely say no to no matter what um and, and then just accept it and be okay with it and then just move on right yeah. and, just don't and it's worry good about too it. like you guys said like you know if you're already health conscious you're already eating you know a great breakfast a great lunch whatever and you know that you have a christmas party that night you're already setting yourself up for success. You're getting those nutrients in during the rest of your day when you're not at the party. And then when you do go to the party, yeah, you might indulge, but your hunger signals are working better because you've eaten well all day. Yeah. So, you know, I noticed for me this past Thanksgiving, I've never actually given myself a food coma. This past <laughs> Thanksgiving, I absolutely did. I did. And, I, and I didn't even eat that much. I had like, I mean, I had like a big plate, but normally I could go up for seconds and thirds and I didn't even do that. And then at dessert, I had I only ate my paleo dessert, and I was knocked out. The yeah. next day, I had a food hangover, and it was yeah. the weirdest thing. But like coming from someone who totally ignored her hunger signals for years and years, being able to be there now and say, "Oh crap!" Like I actually listened to my stomach, and I stopped eating before I actually threw up. You know, things like that. Yeah. It's, you know, that's a big step if you're health conscious. Like you can indulge and probably be way better at moderating that indulgence than someone who is just starting out on a health journey and trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but then again, setting yourself up, you know, if you are just starting out on a health journey, just eat well the rest of the day and that way you aren't gonna overindulge at night. Yeah, and you mentioned the food coma. That was my first time, this, this Thanksgiving was also my first time that I can literally say, yes, that was a food coma. I had slept like 13 hours because we hadn't been sleeping, we were busy the week before. And so I was like, I'm just gonna stay in bed as much as possible. I don't really ever get to do this. I ended up sleeping like 13 hours. Then we went to the party and well, I wasn't sleepy obviously, but after I ate, I just passed out. And yeah. then I got up and like ate more cookies. Like <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was, I was angry after I ate that night. Yeah. It was not well, good. Well, well, just think about this. Like we talked about this time frame of the holiday season right we're focusing almost kind of like around christmas time right but the holiday season is a little bit bigger like after january you have you know valentine's day which is another chocolate deal mm -hmm. right which yeah everyone loves that i'm gonna love that if anyone too. wants to send me chocolate i'm at um uh, msw lounge yeah you can send all the chocolate you want here we're not gonna turn it down but we'll the, make a post of it too but but think about we talked about the whole 30 diet and it's when you think about diet, it's a temporary thing, right? So if your goal is to lose weight in the new years, you're not gonna just do a 30 day challenge. That's the starting point to kind of jumpstart it, right? That's why we offer that here at MSW Lounge because we know 
people said, I just went through a month and a half of eating like this. I need to get this out of my system. I need to detox and, 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 and lose And 2018 is going to be different. And 2018 is going to be different. And the thing is, it's just like going back to before, learning a different lifestyle to say no or say yes to this or not overindulge in that. But it's not a temporary it's not a temporary thing. It's just a lifestyle thing, right? So the whole 30, I love the whole 30 because it's a jumping off point to where you're not just going to go back to the way that you ate beforehand. You're going to make these realizations that, Oh, I eat, I feel better when I eat this way. And so you're going to just have that lead into not only, you know, the start of the new year, but it leads into Halloween again or Thanksgiving. And you're going to say, I'm just not going to eat that this time because I know it doesn't make me feel good. And then that's how you start setting the trend to next year. And then the year after that, and other people like, you know what, I've noticed that you look better than you did last year at Christmas. You look healthier. What did you do? And And that's a slow and steady change. It's not going to work overnight. It's not going to work in a 30 day crash plan, but you know, giving yourself that first 30 days with a better template does help. Yeah. kind of set up those habits it take it takes 28 days to establish a new habit yeah and so. like i said this christmas if the new habit means you start a health trend where you start something healthy you know a tradition or you say no for the first time to something that you probably shouldn't be eating or you say hey i'm not going to uh overindulge but just maybe this one night then you start a new trend and then it just takes that new habit to start forming after 30 days and next thing you know you have a new habit a healthier habit and that's what traditions are all about that's what holidays are about that new healthy traditions should be included in that mix too and so here at msw lounge obviously we've been talking about food like all day and (laughs) it's fun because we do reminisce it but i'm not missing it like it's not like i'm gonna go rush and say like i need to go eat menudo right now or chocolate or whatever i'm really just like this is something I'll probably have just to celebrate once a year, and then after that, I'm fine with it. Or maybe, maybe I won't do it, and I was like, you know, what? I really didn't miss it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, it's cool because I, I've told Allison this too. It's like what I like about eating clean <clears throat> is that whenever I don't eat the clean, like for like a day, I burn even more fat, or like I just have more energy because it's just like, well, that's cool because then I just got well, to and taste something I haven't tasted in a while and I actually did better for myself but that's the secret right (laughs) that's what the secret people don't know it's like if you eat super clean for like three or four months in a row and then you do go overindulge that one time you're gonna burn it off like that but the problem is nobody ever goes straight three months to get to that point they're like like I eat super clean three days of the week and then on the weekend like just let it go and then it has like that every week and so like your metabolism never changes the other thing we don't tell people with the slenderella shots is like you know if you if you're getting the shots you know and and you're trying to change your workout routine trying to change your diet the truth is is that you won't really gain a lot of weight off the shots but we don't want to tell people that because then they're just going to use that as an excuse during the holidays to eat whatever they want because they know they have a shot for that right (laughs) but it's just like you don't want to do that i mean I, i i tell all our nurses that too like don't don't tell them like they can eat that extra slice of pecan pie because they're just going to load up on more well, shots shot later. <laughs> I know, but but the truth is we do have a shot for that. I mean that that that's how I eat now, but that's because I'm not eating that way the whole the whole year, yeah, you know. Sure. So, but like uh, if you do want to start a new tradition in the next coming year, you can start it now. You don't have to wait till 2018. Somebody was saying that earlier today. Like, I'm just going to do this and then I'll start it, you know, come January. It's like, no, we'll do it now. And that way you won't have to burn off whatever you put in your body in the it's next It's like preseason weeks. right now. Yeah, preseason. <laughs> Pre-talks. Yeah. Preseason. Yeah. No, it's like preseason. You play a couple games before, like, you know, maybe you fall back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you 
couple right. days, three or four days, you can fall back. It's fine, and then January you go strong. I think that's actually a really good way to end this one. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Preseason. Right. We're in preseason mode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you.